Hey there, ZDB here. That's Eric Deshaun Barrett for long. And if you're listening to this when it's released, then it is Wednesday, January 27, 2021, which means it's time for our Wednesday meditation. Good morning. How are you on this fine morning? Fine. Uh, we have uh, our fine folks rolling in. Uh, I, I, you know, I like y'all black folks. Y'all black folks know what time is. Really? <laughs> uh, I tell everybody, y'all gave me a newfound belief in black people. Y'all know how to be on time. I like y'all. That's good. On this morning, as we uh, uh, begin, I'm going to uh, take a few moments to ask you to quietly think about some things amongst yourselves. Uh, I I want to, if you would, in your quiet moments of prayer Uh, there are those who may uh, say I subscribe to the theory of being anti-praying I'm not anti-praying I'm anti-lip service not anti-prayer what I mean by anti-lip service is that the scripture says faith without work is dead Ain't no point in talking if you ain't going to do nothing. There you go. And so this morning as we are looking not at our, our world, we're looking at our our surrounding areas, there are certain things that not only require our prayer, but require our prayer for action. And I believe that comes from uh, the text well, there's countless times in, the, in the, the Bible where the prophet would go, what should I do? That was his prayer. You want to know, what should I do? How should I handle this situation? And so we look at, like I said, all the things that we're watching on our TV screens. A lot of those things have directly hit our houses at this moment in time. I had a conversation with somebody the other day, and they happened to be a, a big shot. And I, I said to them, I said, I have worked with you for somewhere around six, six, seven years. They said, yes, you have. I said, I never heard you talk about racism until they hit the White House. <laughs> It didn't. It didn't matter until it hit your house. Mm-hmm. Some of us, 
in our communities we we are looking at the white folks and I invite you to look at some of our own people mm-hmm. amen it's poplar now and I told the lady I said it's poplar now for you to have a voice you had one for six years but now it's popular to you. I ain't gonna tell you what I told exactly on this sanctified call, but it's popular for you to lay down your uh, your uncle status. That's a nice way. I leave it there. It's popular now. It's popular for us not to look down on our people, and and I say that not to bring up the past because I'm the man is gone but my concern is as we are in our moment of prayer is that the one thing about a deadly virus whether it's COVID whether it's some type of disease some things uncurable they just go in remission And I believe that the only thing that will happen of this particular situation is that it will find itself into another stage of remission. But it's going to come another time. And the crisis is going to hit the bottom of the world. Are you going to ignore it then like you did this time? That's what I asked of them. Are we going to wait till it hits the rich black man's house before... We decide to have a conversation. And then why are we talking? That's the next question I want to ask. If you ain't going to talk to the Father, then what you talking about? If you're not going to talk to him with the mindset of what can I do? You know, there was a part over there where the, uh, the sinner man came. He didn't say, Lord, tell me about Jesus. He said, what can I do to be saved? He said, what, what can I do about this? Now, let's, let's conversate. Let's begin a discussion. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of discussions. You know, I'm broke. I can't figure out how to pay my bills. I'm losing my jobs. The virus is killing us. What are we talking about? That's what our prayers are for this morning. And so I ask that you would pray for those who are searching for direction. Encourage them to come to the master. At that point, that's the only one going to help you right now. There are some fighting that would have to be done. Yes, there are some some talks in the street that would have to take place. Oh, yes, that's going to happen. But truth be told, when you get out yonder, only the master is going to be able to help. the old folks say make the crooked path straight 
make the steep places plain. That's only the master that can do that. I, I can't do it. I tried. It doesn't seem to work out well for me. Get my blood pressure up. Get me all hungry, eating everything. Stressing me out. Some of you stressed out. You've been watching that news too much. Still. Paying attention to what they they saying. We know they're racist. It's fine. It is what it is at this point. Now what are we going to do about it? And then the other thing that I say, and I will say this until I die. Praying when sincerity is important. You can't pray and get up and be crooks at the same time. I'm not talking to anybody on this line. And I mean that. That's not being funny. But you might be sending your tire checks to some crooks. And they're not going to speak. They're not going to say. Then you need to get right and they got to go. Because they're part of the problem. They're holding us all down. So I ask that you pray for the Lord to lead you and to guide you as to where you are aligning yourselves. Your check is complicit. Your attendance is same. All they care about is dollars and people. If the pews is packed and the tie box is full, that's all they care about. So, Lord, where will you have us to go? Where will you have us to fellowship? Who would you have us to fellowship with? Wasting our time with people that just being bored. I went to a Bible study a couple days, month, well, I don't know, time is a blur to me. But I got and left the Bible study. All they want to do is just, they were just bored. They ain't really want to do nothing. The bottom line is we're losing. And I tell them, look around your churches. You don't see anybody here over 18. And when they come back, they're beat up, they're busted, they're broken and disgusted. Why do we got to wait till they get beat up and bruised? Well, they'll be back once they reach rock bottom. Why do they got to get that far? Why is that a cycle that we can't somehow eliminate? Why are you praying quietly? Pray for the ability to, to end that vicious cycle. We shouldn't have to reach rock bottom before we find the way. In these last four minutes, I'm going to and my grandma would bless her heart. I don't think she have anything to do today. So I'm going to let her corporately close out all these thoughts that we just had, and she would in her prayer. Most holy and all wise Father, 
We thank you, dear God, for watching over us while we slumbered and slept. We thank you, O merciful Father, for your mercy, morning by morning, new mercy you give us. And we thank you for that this morning, God. We just thank you, O God, for all you are doing for us. And God, we come this morning asking you, teach us, O God. Teach us how to pray. Teach us, O God, what to say. Season our words with your grace, God. God, we're asking you to show us your way. Stir up that gift that you have given us, God. Help us to be encouragers one to another. Help us to be built up, Lord. Help us, O God, to leave a sweet voice, a sweet saying to our people as we talk to them. Help us, O God, to let them know that you are a sweet father. Help us, O God, to be that shining light in this dark world. O God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you because you are all we have. You are our source. God, you are the answer to every man's question. You are the answer. Help us to realize, to come to you first. You said, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, and all things will be added unto thee. God, help us to realize that you are in control of every situation. You know all about the things. El Roy, you sees everything. You knows everything. You understand everything. And you is the only one can work everything out. And we come to you this morning. We lay all the petitions up before you that's been said. You knows all about them, God. And we put it all in your hands because we know you can work it out. We know you can make a crooked path straight. We know, God, that you are there in the rain, in the snow, in the hail and in the blow. You are always there. You never leave us, God. You never forsake us. We might feel like you're gone, but, God, you are right there with us. Help us to realize, God, that you're right there. You promised us, oh, God, you would never leave us. And help us to realize that you are on board all the time. Be with us this morning, God. Speak to our hearts, God. Let us hear. Give us ears to hear from you, God. Give us ears, oh, God, to know that it's you, not the enemy, that's speaking to us, God. Help us this morning, God. We need your help. We need your mercy, God. We need your wisdom, your wisdom, your understanding, your knowledge, God. We need it. We can't do this journey by ourselves. We need your help, God. And, oh, God, help us to look to you because you will help us if we will look to you, God. Help us, oh, God, to depend on you. Trust you, God. You said, trust in the Lord and lean not to our own understanding. In all our ways, acknowledge you, God. Help us to do that, God. And if we would look to you, God, things would be a whole lot better. We pray for our world. We pray for our nation, God. We pray for our leaders, God. We lift up past um, President Biden, God. We lift, lift up Colin uh, Harris, God. We lift up the Congress, the Senate. God, you knows the confusion up there, too. You knows all those that's not right in that White House. And, God, we ask you to clean it up or clean it out. Clean them up, God, or mm-hmm. clean them out. You knows what they're yes. all about, God. And we lift our, our nation up before you, God. And we asking you to help them, God, because you the only one can help them. You the only one can straighten them out, God. And we depended on you, God. We depended on you to work out every situation. We put our trust in you, and we said thank you this morning. We thank you, God. Bless every home that's represented here today. Bless every listening ear, God. 
speak to our hearts, God, and we say thank you. We praise you, we love you, and we magnify your name. Give your name all the honor. All the honor goes to you. All the glory, all the praises. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Sister Elizabeth. Hallelujah. Good Wednesday morning, friends. Can you believe that this is the last Wednesday of this month? Yes, Lord. This this year is moving uh, quickly along. But nevertheless, God is with us. He always is. Yes. Navigating and ordering our lives. Yes. Let's continue in, in an attitude of prayer. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your presence and your involvement in our lives. Yes. Thank you for your concern for us. Thank you, Father, for you. Great is your faithfulness yes. to us. Amen. Yes, God is faithful in all that we see and all that we. You know, sometimes it seems like things are out of control, but the scriptures tell us that God is involved in the affairs of men. God is involved in the affairs of nations and countries. So, praise him. Praise him. Take a few minutes and for for quiet, quiet reflection and meditation, and then I'll be right back. Just a few moments. Amen. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We praise you, Father. We thank you for this new day. Thank you, Father. At this morning's um, hymn, which we call our lyrical meditation, is we sing the mighty power of God. And uh, I did a little uh, background research on this uh, hymn that Pastor Eric selected. Did you know that this song was selected? It was created and written for children. Mm-hmm. It was fr- written for children. And I said, wow. I said, wow. Well, we're children, right? Children yes. of the Most High. So mm-hmm. it is it's on point. And it's a beautiful song. Um, it's a beautiful song to begin our day because it focuses our thoughts on God's power, particularly his power in creation. And it focuses our minds on how he provides for us and how he is present with us. The lyrical meditation. We sing the mighty power of God. We sing the mighty power of God that made the mountains rise, that spread the flowing seas abroad, 
and built the lofty skies. We sing the wisdom that ordained the sun to rule the day. The moon shines full at his command, and all the stars obey. We sing the goodness of the Lord that filled the earth with food. God formed the creatures with his word and then pronounced them good. Lord, how your wonders are displayed, where we turn our eyes. If we survey the ground we tread or gaze upon the sky, there's not a plant or flower below but makes your glories known, and clouds arise and tempests blow by order from your throne. While all that borrows life from you is ever in your care, and everywhere that we can be, you, God, are present there. Amen. The power of God. Amen. Amen. Today we come up against, uh, today when we come up against those rough patches, you know, that, that every day brings us challenges, let's not be like the world. Let's not feel hopeless. Let's remember that our God, our Father, made the world. Yes, he and did. all that well in. Uh-huh. And that, that same God who did all those things that we just heard, he is for us. I'm sounding like, I'm sounding like Brother Dennis now. <laughs> he is for us. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So this morning, our speaker is uh, Pastor Terrence Booth. Good morning, Pastor Terrence. It's good to have you. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we are rejoicing, my God, and we are glad, and I hope somebody glad and happy just like I am. I, matter of fact, I'm glad. I hope that you are happy, yeah. Praise Not happy Lord. earth, but happy y'all. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And as, as, as the older folks used to say back in the day, uh, 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 that, 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 thank the Lord for being here today, and the blood is running warm in my veins. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank Hallelujah. you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Well, Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for given us this opportunity to share what you have given me. Now, Lord, <laughs> feed us until we want no more. Give us some manna. Give us something that we could feast off. And, and about 3 or 4 o'clock the day when we suck our teeth, we can pull a piece of meat out of there that we ate this morning. Hallelujah. <laughs> and God, we thank you, we praise you, and we declare it. To be so right now in Jesus' name. Well, I am so excited to be here with you this morning, and thank you, Pastor Eric, for considering giving me ten more minutes. If I had ten more hours, I wouldn't be able to finish all of this stuff that is bubbling up in my spirit. Lord have mercy, I feel I feel. 
I feel, I, mothers, I feel like I got spiritual diarrhea. It's just running. I can't stop it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's so good. So we thank God. From what I gather that you all have been reading the book of Genesis this month, and uh, what what a, uh, a great book. And I believe, and I have taken from the standpoint of living and my discovery in my walk with the Lord, that to understand Genesis is to understand God. To know Genesis is to know God. Because uh, a lot of times you don't build a house with the roof first. You build a house by putting the foundation down. And and, 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 and and when putting that foundation down, what you're saying, I'm putting something on the ground that will stabilize this house so it won't sink. Good God Almighty, that will preach all by itself. You hear what I said? That the foundation Amen. is to ensure that whatever you build on it, mm-hmm, it will not sink. Matter of fact, according to the size of your building is according to the width and the depth of the foundation. And let me tell you something about your mighty God. Ooh, Lord have mercy. He made sure that you got a good foundation. My my yeah. we used to sing a song. My my I, I uh, built on solid rock, and, and 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 we thank God that He built us. As a matter of fact, the Bible lets us know in the New Testament that Jesus is the rock, and He's also that He's that cornerstone that the building the builders rejected, but He has come and risen to be the chief cornerstone. Do I have any witnesses this, this morning? Is He your chief cornerstone? Amen. I just want to make sure you're still there. Praise the Lord. Our challenges as we move beyond loving God with just our heart, but loving him with our mind. We go beyond loving him with our heart, but now we need to love him with our mind. As we focus on many uh, questions in our, in, in our thinking as we walk this walk, what does the Bible say about God? And will it will it aid us to in our worthy tasks in our walk as we discover more of Him? The Bible is not a book about self discovery, and a lot of people teach this that the Bible is a, if you want to find yourself, go to the Bible. But I differ with that. You, of course, in that you will, but your quest in reading the Bible, it is a book about discovering God. Because if you discover who God is, you will discover who you are. Can I get an amen? And the the Bible, uh, God declares in his intent to make himself known to us. The Bible is for us to, for him to make known to us who he is. It, it was written by, by him or, or, and to declare who he is. We, we know ourselves. We know that we still got some stuff that we need to do in our lives to clean up. We know that we ain't right. We know that we're crazy. But the Bible lets us know that who God is. The Bible is a discovery of God. The Bible 
uh, is God's declared intent to make himself known to us. In learning, listen to this, in learning about the character of God in the scriptures, we will experience self-discovery, but it will be in the object of studying God's word that he is the he must remain God and the object of everything about himself to be discovered through the word of God. The Bible teaches us about God's character. In Genesis, you will find, as you read the book this, this, this month, you, would, you have discovered the character of God, what God likes, what he don't like, what he tolerates and what he does not tolerate. And, and also, it leads us to the true knowledge of self. In reading who God is, it also helped us discover, now, this, that one did that, and Abraham did that, and Lot did this, and, 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 and uh, Enoch did this. And you would get, as you read, you discover their character and personality, and somewhere during the line, you found yourself in there. And you was able to take that, and you was and, and it led you into a time of repentance. It led you to time that that you don't give your brother up for for a bowl of soup. You don't come on somebody. You you discover Amen. that 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 you don't lie about lie to God because you know there is consequences uh, uh, for that. You'll find out you, you don't gravitate to a group of people and trying to. Make your way to God your way. He, he, that's why he 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 destroyed or, or, or scattered them because they had bind their forces together trying to reach God in Tabo Bible. Y'all remember reading about that? And 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 he 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 scattered their thoughts that they begin to speak different because that shows you a biblical principle right there that when people come together, I feel like preaching this morning. I don't know. I'll probably be teaching, but I feel like preaching up in here. But when people come together, there is power into unity. Come on, say that with me. There is power. There is power in unity. That's why when people come together, that's why we was able to get a new president. That's why we was able to do a lot of stuff that we have seen the hand of work of God move in these last few days because why? The people come together. Whenever people come together, there is a move that no force, even the, the 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 people that forced their way into the capital, why were they able to get past the gods? Because what? They came together. I think somebody see it now. I think somebody understand now. There is there 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 is power when we come together in unity. The Bible lets us know that a house that is divided against itself cannot stand. Together, together we stand. Divided, we fall. Come on, repeat that after me. Together we stand. Together we stand. Together we stand. Divided, we fall. So divided, therefore, we, divided, we fall. Amen. And so therefore, we got to stand together. Most of the uh, most of us uh, are good at loving God with our hearts. We are good at employing our emotions into pursuit of God. But 
the God who commands us to love with the, total, with the totality of our heart, soul, and strength also command us to love him with all our mind. God Almighty. Did you hear that? He commands. Genesis teaches us that God commands us to love him with all of his heart. Look what happened in the look what happened in the, the, the third chapter of Genesis. Do you remember that? When God placed man in the middle of the garden? He said, Look, of every tree you shall partake of, but that tree of knowledge of good and evil, he said, Don't touch it. He said, Because the day that you touch that tree, he said, Your mind is going to go bad. Oh, Lord, did you hear what I yeah. said? Mm-hmm. The, the Bible scripture said you are die. But, he's, but in other words, his man's mind went bad. Because he put inside of his system something God told him don't touch. And we wonder why things happen the way they happen. Because we continuously, help me Presbyterian Church this morning, we continuously put stuff inside of our bodies that God told us don't touch. And then we come back and we wonder, God, where are you? What you're putting inside of you? What you're touching? Are you messing with something God told you don't mess with? Are you going places where God is? I'm not even talking about sin. We know it's wrong to to overindulge ourselves in wine and liquor. We know it's wrong to to spare, as my mama used to say, marijuana. And we, we know all of that stuff will put us in a mind. Listen to what it alters our mind. Liquor and wine brings forth a spirit. It transforms and it alters the mind. That's in a lot of this stuff that we say is wrong. It ain't necessarily wrong, but God doesn't want anything to alter our mind as it relates to us not seeing who he is. Lord, how mercy I feel like preaching this morning. Did you hear what I said? He wants you to serve him with a sober mind. He wants you to serve him with a sober heart. So, man, do not touch that tree of knowledge because what's around you, you can't take it. You can't fight the forces that are around you. They were so bad that I had to kick them out of heaven. I had to kick them out of heaven. What do you mean you had to kick the forces out of heaven? Well, the Bible, if you got your Bibles in Genesis 1, the Bible said, in the beginning, God created the heavenly and the earth. Listen, in other words, the Bible says, with God, there is no time. There is no time. There is no beginning of God. There is no ending with God. God always was. The Bible here teaches us in this context of the beginning because man don't understand eternity. Uh, uh, Lord have mercy. Mm. We deal, God is an eternal God. He doesn't deal with time. 
Time is not a part of his vocabulary. Time is only a factor because there has to be an ending when he put the devil to the shame again. Lord, help me. Lord, I feel like preaching. Lord, how much time I got left? Yeah, look, 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 look. God is a time. It's only time is made for the devil because he has an expiration date. Saints don't have an expiration date. We live in eternity. There is an eternity now for the sinners. Yes, there is an eternity for the sinners because they're they going to hell and live forever. But we are going to New Jerusalem. We are going to that place where he has prepared for us. So when the Bible says, let me go quickly here. The Bible says here that he said in the beginning, God. Listen, in other words, I'm going to say it like this. In the, there were always was God and there always will be God. Amen. There was always a heaven and there was always an earth. Amen. God always, in the beginning, God created. That he created, God created. God is the only one that took nothing, 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 nothing and called it to be by the spoken word. And as you go through Genesis 1, you will notice that he spoke the word. He didn't take his hand to create anything. The power of his word created. Listen, let me tell you something, dear hearts. Listen, God has placed inside of you, the scripture declared that God has placed inside of you, in your mouth, the power of life and death. Could you hear what I said? In your mouth, as Christians, as people of God, you have the power of life and death is in your mouth. The Bible backs it up in the New Testament. Come on. Come on, preacher. Preach here. The Bible brings you clarification of that a little further in the New Testament. Jesus said it like this. He says, whatever you say, God Almighty, this is Lord have mercy. I wish somebody grabbed that right there. He said, whatever you say, mm-hmm, whatever you God honors whatever you say. John 1 and 1 said, in the beginning, in the beginning. Look what John, John came back and clarified it again. He said, in the beginning was the what? Word. Lord have mercy. Hallelujah. He said, in the beginning was the word, and the word was who? God. In the beginning, God was the word. God, can you see a word? No, you can't see a word. No, you can't see a word, but you can speak a word. And the Bible says that whatever God spoke, it became into existence. What he spoke came into existence. Dear hearts, let me tell you something this morning. Whatever you speak, you got to watch what you speak because your word as a believer, as a born-again Christian, has power and it has weight. And whatever you speak to it, that's what you bring life to. Good God Almighty. So you got to you got to be careful when you tell somebody I wish you 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 calling somebody out of their name because you are putting that because the power of your words you can't call your children your grandchildren your dumb thing they ain't dumb they just acting that way so you can't place that label on them because your words have power look at somebody or tell just just shout out to my words have power my words have power. 
Your word has power. Now, look here. Look here. The Bible says that he spoke everything. He spoke everything, and everything came into existence. But somewhere, something else I want to make you, let you look at in and, 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 and the second verse, and, and, and then we're going, to be, we're going to close out this thing. The second verse said, the earth was without form and void, and it was darkness upon the face of the deep, and the spirit of the Lord was hovering over the face of the waters. It lets us know at some given time that, 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 that there was light, but because of darkness, because of something happened, there was a separation from heaven to earth. And there was the Spirit of God. The, the, the scriptures, I just read it to you. The Spirit of God hovered over the earth. But there was no form, and there was darkness upon it. Whenever Satan, wherever the devil is, there is, there is no order in this darkness. Good Lord have mercy. Wherever Satan is, there is no order. It has no form. Have you ever been somewhere and gone somewhere and it looked like everything was all uh, all out of order? Won't nothing coming together? You said, Lord, what in the world is going on? There is no and, and, and you and you didn't want to be no part of it because it was no order. And that's how this this earth was. It had no order because the spirit of the Lord had Satan and his angels conform to this place. And so the, the the purpose of man on the earth is to is to rule over the earth. The Bible says in one case, and I, I wish I had the scripture right now, that he said, uh, earth was formed and made for man, man to have rulership yes. over it. And even in Genesis 21, 26, that God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness and uh, let them have dominion over the fish, over the birds, over the in the air, the cattle, and every creeping thing upon the earth. He 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 letting us know that man has authority. He is giving man the authority over the earth, over everything. And so, if he gives you authority over it, that means you have control over it. What Satan yeah. did and deemed to be, as he has always will be, he's a trickster. He's trying to trick you out of your inheritance. Lord Jesus, Lord, every other time I got. He wants to trick you. He always been trying to trick us out of our inheritance. But I'm so glad for Jesus. I'm so glad for Jesus. I don't know what in the world to do. Jesus said, look, even though you're living in a dark world, even though this world is not your own, but I'm telling you, I have come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. Though you walk through the shadows of death, you shall feel no evil, for God is with you. And behold, I have given you power over the enemy, everything that he sends your way. I'm telling you, child of God, God has given you power and authority over because he created you to win. He created you to be dominion, have dominion. He created you to be the head and not the tail. This is not a prosperity message this morning. This is not a message just to get you all emotional 
no uh, uh, hype, but this is a message this morning to let you know that the created God wants you to understand that you learn him, you will learn your authority and your place in the kingdom. And this goes on in the power. Oh, this is so good. This is so good this morning. And I tell you, I tell you, it's, it's oh, my God. And it goes on and lets us know that, that not only in the second chapter of Genesis, deal with relationship. It deals with relationship. The Bible says that man was here. He was tending the earth. And he was doing everything that God uh, created him to do. But he saw that man was lonely. He was by himself. Man saw trees getting along with the grass. He saw the birds getting along with each other. He saw the monkeys being friendly with the monkeys. And the monkey, it was a male monkey and a female monkey. And then he saw the bears and he saw everything on the earth. But man was left alone. There was something missing. He had God. God Almighty. He had relationship, but he was still lonely. And there are some people on this wall, this, this line this morning. Listen, you may be in a place where you're by yourself, but listen, you're never alone. God was with uh, Adam, he was with the man here. And, uh, and, and, and then uh, the Bible lets us know that he saw that man was lonely and he took out of man. He took out of man and gave him a companion. He gave him somebody he could walk with. He gave him somebody. Listen to this. He gave him somebody that he could relate to. Good God Almighty, Lord, he'll give you somebody that you could relate to, that you can identify with. Good God Almighty. And listen, through all of this, there was evil all around it, but he couldn't see it. He couldn't recognize it. Because why? His mind had not been uh, altered. His mind had not been dirty up uh, yet. His mind had not been confused because he had a, a, a one track mind because there was nothing else there to give him the knowledge of what was going on around him. He was immune to the, the, the tracks and the plots of the enemy that was even plotting against him then. He was immune. He didn't have no knowledge of it. And, and and if you look at one more thing, and then then I'm going to this is my Church of God in Christ closing. If you look at chapter one one twenty six, it tells you that God created man in His image, and the Bible lets us know that God is a spirit, and those who worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. What God created in chapter one was spirit. Man was in flesh. In Genesis one. In Genesis 2, when we get in there, you'll read that God reached down in the dirt and created a body and and blew life in that flesh or in that dirt. And then man became a living soul. Where was woman? She was there, but she was in significance to the world because she didn't have a body. Oh, Lord, you said yes, I did. Yes, 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 yes. At that point, she was there, but she didn't have a body. And God dealt with man on the level of man of the flesh at this time. Before that time, he was dealing with man in the spirit. 
But when he gave him a body, he started dealing with him on the lines of a man in flesh. And so when he became flesh, he was able to make choices of what he see, hear, smell, taste, or touch. And maybe next time and another time I get to teach, we'll go into chapter 3 and we'll talk more. Father, we thank you. We glorify you. you. We thank you for this opportunity that you have given us this morning to break the bread of life. I pray, Lord God, that something was said, and Lord God will will help us and and has stretched stretched us beyond our limitations and gave us a greater outlook of who you are. That as we read the Bible, as we discover who you are, we'll discover character about ourselves. And God, we thank you, and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor Terrence. Thank you. God bless. Sunday morning, Pastor Pastor Eric talked about uh, how we have to get our minds in order. And this morning, Pastor Terrence said, sin makes our minds go bad. Among other things, I mean, I wrote so many notes. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at all these things that he touched on, just layer upon layer. I feel equipped. I feel equipped and ready to go on with my day and week. And, and I pray that you are too. Yes. So God bless as you, you we, we close out today. God bless you the rest of the day, the rest of the week until we meet again. Be blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen. 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 Amen.